0: hello hello this is your girl ebony with ebony every business opportunity needs you consulting firm um your favorite consultant of course we talk business life um relationships on this podcast but today i am just talking as ebony and we are discussing the topic self-worth this season we have to know our worth Um, It's so easy to try to define yourself on social media or compare yourself to the fellow business owner or the the fellow woman or man. But today we are talking about self-worth and self-worth is really what you look or, or feel about yourself. That true self, when you look in the mirror, that value, and I'm not talking about just so much on the outside, but on the inner side how do you value yourself? Are you confident? Are you comfortable in your own skin? Do you find yourself worthy? Um, Can you be yourself? Just self-worth. And some people might you know, some people may define self-worth as like social class or um, a title. Like, I might find myself worthy if I'm a mother or a wife or a business owner. But self-worth is just that plain self. When no one else is around, no titles are included. Just how you feel about yourself. And, you know, of course, there's no way that I can feel confident about myself. Unless first I seek the creator who created me. Right? Because he's going to tell me how to love myself or how much he loves me so that I can look inward and know that I'm made in his image. Um, So part of uh, loving the creation is first to love the creator. So that is the number one thing is to know and, um, and to love the creator because then you can appreciate being made in his image. My heart is like Christ. My thoughts are like Christ. So when I look at myself, I look at myself as Christ loves me. And so that would be the first way to define self-worth. And this is something that you need to do, um, meaning looking in the mirror just by yourself and just quietness and still and ask yourself, really, how do I value myself? Sometimes um, we talk about self-worth, but also Um, There's also signs of experiencing low self-worth, and that is even louder, right? That's even louder. So we we find ourselves or others um, accepting things, and then we can kind of notice, okay, they have low self-esteem or low self-worth, and sometimes insecurity is allowed, insecurity is loud of course no one is just saying hey i'm insecure or i'm low i don't feel by myself but if you just really begin to look at someone's lifestyle or life or actions or even yourself and then you start seeing things that you accept then you can kind of say, okay, I need to work on my self-worth. For instance, sometimes we change ourselves for others so that they can like us or to be to receive acceptance um based on conditions. So if I change this, then they'll like me more. If I change that. But is that really self-worth? Do you really love yourself? Because the person that truly loves you inside and out will love you and you won't have to change unless it's changing for the better. But I'm not changing uh, clothes or, or or status or something based on someone else. Um, but if I love someone genuinely healthy and the change is for the good, I'm going to want to change it. But I'm changing it for myself. Um, and 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 consequently, we find ourselves changing just to fit in with others, to meet their needs, um, or to be who they imagine us to be. You know, so you have to surround yourself with people who you feel comfortable with being your authentic self. Um, and as time progresses, then it becomes easier being yourself with others. But first, knowing yourself. Let's go back to number one. In order for me to love the creation, I have to know the creator. What did God say about me? You know? Um, and he says hes we are made in his image. Right? We have to go back to, to that place. Knowing the creator. Knowing what he said about us. And things like that. Yeah, so that empowers us on our journey. Just to know our purpose. And know that you're beautiful and you are valuable and you are enough. You know, you are enough. You are enough. Um, Another thing that uh signs, uh, another sign for experiencing low self-worth is seeking approval for others. You know, sometimes we only post just so that we can get the likes. And then when we don't get enough likes, we think something is wrong. Maybe I need to delete this page or maybe this or maybe that. But... Um, Low self-worth leads to seeking reassurance and love, even if it's for an artificial self that is projected in other to gain approval. You know, you might need your friends, your family, your partners to reaffirm, um, you know, things to boost your your self-esteem, but all other compliments are extra. So how I feel about myself is primary, right? So by the time I leave from out my house, any uh, compliment, if somebody says, hey, you're nice looking or you're beautiful, it's extra. It's extra. I appreciate it, but it's extra because when I leave from out my, my house, bold, bold, big and beautiful, I feel that way, right? When I look in, the, in look at myself in the mirror, I feel that way about myself. So you can't put me down. You can't make me feel a little extra. And Maya Angelou says, uh, quote saying, if you put If you pick up the compliments, their compliments, then you allow them to, uh, you allow yourself to wear the criticism, right? I thought that was deep. So if I allow you to pick me up at any time, you can put me down. So those compliments are extra, but the self-worth is already there. So you can't take away and you can't add. I appreciate the addition, but you can't add or take away what God has already told me. I am um, another thing is not communicating your needs. Um, if you think you aren't deserving of consistent love and respect, you'll be anxious about telling people what you really want and need. You have to be, uh, you have to be in communication. People with low self worth typically think it's safer to stay quiet rather than risk annoying someone or putting them off. This is all of me. I have anxiety, I'm anxious, I'm an overanalyzer, I ask many questions, I'm persistent, but this is me, this is me. And either you put it up with it or you're not, but this is me, this is who I am. And um, yes, it's my my greatest strengths, but it's it's also my weakness, but it's me. It's me because being an overanalyzer, um, asking many questions, is uh, one of the reasons why I'm successful today right but it might be annoying in a relationship by asking so many questions but I need clarity and sometimes we speak to other people in their language but in this season I need you to speak to me in my language and that language may be reassurance that language may be um, answering what I need um, for this season Another thing, another sign of low self-worth is allowing others to take advantage of you. This could be subconsciously or unsubconsciously. Uh, We let people disrespect us because you suspect their right to view you as a disposable, as to be disposable or to characterize you in a negative light. Uh, We constantly fall into a pattern of people taking advantage of us, uh, simply not acknowledging it. You may be even grateful that these people are still in your life at all, even though they don't treat you with kindness. Today, it stops. No one else takes advantage of you, whether it's a coworker, a boss, a a mate, a friendship. Stop allowing others to take advantage of you. Sometimes we see the red flags and we ignore them. Sometimes we are okay accepting a lie, even though we're looking at their lips and, and seeing the truth. The day it starts where we allow others to take advantage of us, um, and then also another sign is no self love, no self love. How to love yourself? You might think of all different reasons why this is the case, and you compare yourself to others and notice in ways you believe you come up short. Self love is a foundation that will reflect positivity in all areas of your life. If I love myself, I don't come short in a relationship. If I love myself, I don't come short at the job because I love myself and all extra, all extra love is extra. I love myself. So I know what I'm not going to accept. I know when a buck stops, self love is so important. It's so important. Self-love because it sets the tone on how others treat you. If I love myself and I'm at this high standard then anybody else that I who claims to love me or or wants to be in a relationship with me is going to come up even higher. You got to you got to meet me here because there are certain things that I'm not going to accept. I'm not going to accept the midnight calls. I'm not going to accept you giving me 25 percent. I'm not going to accept 50 percent. Either you give me 100% or nothing at all. But because I love myself 100%, there are certain things and certain people and certain situations and certain conversations I'm just not going to take part of. It is not because I think I'm all of that. It's just that I love myself to know that I'm a queen. I heard uh, a young lady the other day told me I'm a whole different type of breed. I no longer even say that I'm a different type of breed because then to me, that compares myself as a dog. Oh, it's an animal. I'm not a different type of breed. I'm a queen, a queen, because there are certain things that a dog that's going to, is going to allow a dog is going to allow you to throw a bone at them. A dog is you, you, you allow to, uh, uh, feed them when you want to. Yeah. No, 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 no. I know no certain type of breed. No, I'm a queen. And when I carry myself as a queen, when I love myself as a queen, then I accept everything that a queen does. And that's loyalty. That's royalty. That's faithfulness. That's love. That's perseverance. That's patience. That's all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, stop saying I'm a different type of breed. No, I'm not no animal. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I'm a rib. I'm I'm I'm, I'm a part of you. And I'm a queen. I'm a queen to my king. And guess what? Even if there's no king in sight, I'm still a queen, right? No longer am I saying I'm a different type of breed. I'm not an animal. I am a queen. I am a woman. And then also another sign of low self-worth is no healthy boundaries. It's hard to set firm rules with people when you don't really think you deserve to be treated well. Right? We let anything go, anything goes, but it's important that you set healthy boundaries. It will set the tone of your interaction with others. Remember, respecting yourself would help others respect you too. You have to create boundaries. If I tell you in the beginning, this is what I require. When we further along in our relationship or our friendship or at my job, then that I have set the tone. No, I'm not going to be your girlfriend for 15 um, years. Or I'm not going to be your your playmate overnight. Or no, I'm not going to work this job uh, without you paying me benefits or, or me being promoted. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm, I'm setting the tone early, not late. And things that I have accepted when I was 20 or early 30s, at this age, 39, I'm no longer accepting. So either you come up or you got to get out. Either way. But we are setting healthy boundaries in this season. So think of it. And you may have to write it down. Set and firm rules with people when you don't really think you this yeah, you need to set rules. Set rules with people. And starting off early, if you're meeting somebody from the first time and you require a date and not just a DM message, you have to let them know in the beginning, especially in a day and age when any and everything is acceptable. Any and everything is acceptable. And so sometimes we call it that old school. You know, I've been called old school. No, it's not old school. It's boundaries. And you're not going to go to Hollyberry Berry like you go to Lil' Kim. You're not going to go to... Um, You're not going to go to Michelle Obama like you might go to Nicki Minaj. It's a difference. It's a difference. I'm a queen and I require queen status, right? And because I'm a queen and the king comes my way, I'm going to treat you as such because a queen knows how to treat a king good. And so if you know yourself as a king and I know myself as a queen, how can we lose? How can we lose? because we know ourselves individually, we have set boundaries, we have self-love, we're not allowing others to take advantage of us, we're communicating our needs, we're not seeking approval from others, and we're not changing ourselves for others unless it's better, and it's for us, it's for us, right? So how can we lose? And it's not even just say a relationship. It could be a queen to a queen. I'm going to know how to value as another queen because I treat myself as such. So I'm going to know how to be your friend. I know how to have healthy relationships. I know how to have healthy conversations, right? Because if I carry myself and I attract a queen, then we doing queen things, right? Right? Absolutely. And then another thing to know if there's self-experience uh, and low self-worth is no self-belief. I don't believe I can do it. I believe everybody can do it but me. Everybody can do it. Um, and sometimes, we, you know, almost everybody kind of get to a point where they experience low self-worth or lack self-belief. But you got to shake yourself. Like my mom says, like a duck. You're going to have to let that water slide on you, baby, but you're going to have to eventually look at yourself in the mirror and remind yourself who in the heaven you are, who you are. I am Ebony. I am beautiful. I am kind. I have a giving heart. I am a child of God. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm all of those things. I am patient. I am loving. I'm all of those things, right? So that is, that is who I am. That's who I am. Who are you? And it's important that you know yourself this season. You have to know yourself. And remember the first thing I said was, in order to know the creation, or uh, to fall in love with the creation, is to first know the creator. What does God say about me? He says he loves me. He says he loves me. Right? You have to know what he says about me. And once you know that, uh, then you can move forward. You know, you can move forward and love the creation, but long as I'm not in tune with the creator, it's going to be hard to say or feel that I love myself or have self work or self-love or self-care. And it says, uh, and of course I always give scripture. 2nd Corinthians 5 and 17 says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. So the old ebony that they're discussing, the old ebony ways is no longer here. I'm a new creator. I'm a new creation. The old has passed away. And God says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And there, uh, before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So before you even got into your mother's womb, before you was on Instagram, before you got it popping, before the business, before the job, before the six figures, he already knew you. And so he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. Ephesians 2 and 10 says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That's how much he loves me. He gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. These are the things that you need to go with. Maybe it's affirmations. Maybe it's scriptures. Maybe it's something so you can remind yourself how much God loves you. And then once you begin to see how God loves you, then you have the heart of Christ. Then you can love yourself. And then you begin to love others. There are uh, also, you see, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that means I'm strong in him. Yeah. So it means how much he loves you. God said, gives us a, a spirit. Not a fear, but a power and love and self control. Self control is another part of self worth and self love and self care. And it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellence of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Right? You are the light of the world set. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden it cannot be hidden yes but God being rich in mercy because of great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in our trespasses made us alive with Christ by grace you have been saved And John 15, 15 says, No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I call you friends. (laughs) For all that I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. He called me friend. He calls me friend. God in heaven calls me friend. And how do we treat our real friends? We treat them with love. When we go somewhere, we say, Here, I got it. You know, I got it, friend. We, We have their back. You know what I'm saying? We are in there through the good, the bad, the high, and the low. In this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son for us. For us. So, in order to really truly love the creation, fall in love with the creation, you first have to know the creator. And once you find out the creator, find out his purpose for your life right? And these things I've, I've shared, so many points about um, low self-worth, changing yourself for others, seeking approval for others, not communicating your needs, allowing others to take advantage of you, no self-love, no health boundaries, no self-belief, being afraid and not being yourself. The worst thing a person can be is not themselves. My daughter was, uh, was saying uh, to someone, every time you get around somebody else, you curse. You know why? Because you're not being yourself. If it was okay for me to curse, and, I, and I, that's just who I was, just a person that cursed, then different conversations that I have with people would not change the way I communicate with people. If I'm a Christian on this day and don't curse, then no matter if the person is cursing or not, I'm not changing because I know who I am. But then we adapt to other people's conversation. It's just not curse words. We adapt to other people's conversations and communication and and, and not ourselves. You know, so we might have, we might talk trash with this person. We might talk trash on this side with this person. We might talk God on this side with this person. We might talk because we adapt into our environment. And we're not truly being ourselves. Who are you? So anytime, at any conversation, I set the standard because I know who I am, right? So the, the way I communicate don't change. My message still remains the same. And in time, you can lead, this could lead you to lose touch with the true self altogether, and you might end up feeling unfulfilled, being your authentic self will bring people into your life that will love and appreciate you just for who you are. Just being for who you are. I'm not everybody cups of tea. I'm not everybody cup of tea. Some people not going to like Ebony. And that's their problem. I have no reason or no problem with you not liking me. Because that's not my problem. I'm not trying to figure out why you don't like me. I'm not trying to make you like me. I'm not trying to give you a difference so that you can like me. I used to. Man, they don't know me. Somebody told them something bad about me. So let me prove to them that I'm this. No, 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 If you don't like me, fine. It's not my problem. It's not my problem. And once you can be authentic with yourself... With yourself, it's okay And guess what, most of the times The people that don't like you, don't even know you (laughs) I'm going to say it again Most people That don't like you Don't even know you You may know of me, but you don't know me Right Because to like me, to know me Is to love me Right, right Absolutely, so if you don't like me Baby, that's fine, that's all on you I'm not trying to change your mind At all Okay, (laughs) but knowing how your self-worth, armed with a clear idea of what low self-esteem looks like, because we kind of went over it, is to know the opposite, and that is self-worth. We need to transform our minds. And and if you're struggling with self work today, this is, you know, of course, I told you, this is an individual project. This is not nothing we're going to call our friend and say, oh, girl, I know I'm birth, or whatever. This is something that you honestly look at yourself in the mirror and say, am I worthy? Am I worthy? Have I accepted some things that I shouldn't have? And if that's the case, then you could just work on this. It's not an overnight thing. This is not a transformation that happens overnight because it didn't take overnight for you to do it. There are changes you can start making today and that can almost immediately transform your thoughts and feelings. The Bible tells us about renewing our mind daily. And as your self-worth grows, so too will your sense of self, your understanding of who you are and what you really want and what you are capable of of achieving. How can you know that you are improving in self-worth? Number one, like I told you, is self-awareness. Self-awareness, us having a silent sense of who you are, and then work to have a positive attitude towards that person, right? That might start off with daily affirmations, because first I have to speak it because there's life and death in the power of the tongue. There's certain words that you just can't speak to me. You can't call me and say, hey, B. Oh, no. And when I say B, I'm talking about the B-I-T-C-H. That is not my, I'm not that type of friend. You ain't going to call me and say, oh, girl, I got some some tea to tell you. I'm not a tea-telling type of woman. Yeah, 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 yeah. I speak wisdom and knowledge. So conversations, I'm just not going to allow because I know my worth. I know who I am. And so there's a standard. So by me setting that standard for myself, everybody around me has to respect me. So they know if you want to talk tea, that's another friend. If you want wisdom and knowledge, then that might be me. If you want to talk gossip, that's another friend. But if you need prayers, that's me. And this helps you develop the habit of checking in with yourself without judgment and without focusing on pleasing others. Right? An exercise you can do is simply check in with yourself every couple of hours and challenge yourself to come up with three words to describe how you are. And then remember I told you, getting in the habit of honestly looking at what's going on inside you without an agenda. Forgiveness is another crucial component of self-awareness. It's healthy to recognize our mistakes, but but allow yourself to move on rather than perpetually beating yourself up about them. Recognize that you've understood what you did, why you did it, and how to avoid repeating the same mistake. Then grant yourself the same forgiveness and clean slate that you will give someone you love. So another thing is, I told you about self-awareness, but self-love is another thing. Self-love is all about having a genuinely positive attitude towards that person or you. What do you, what do you like about yourself? Um... Why it may not come naturally to think about this, consider the question genuinely and try to come up with at least 10 things. What do you love about yourself? And it don't need to be big. Start with something that makes you feel proud, then go from there. Self-love also involves doing things for yourself just because they bring you joy. This is because it brings you joy. I love journaling. It brings me joy. I get to put my thoughts out on a piece of paper, look at it, and then like a year later, I like to look at it and read it and be like, I have grown over that year. You know how many letters I have wrote to myself and I look at it and I cry because I'm like, I put it, in, I put it down like the word says, write it down, make it plain, and I see my growth. Right? I see my growth. Things that bring you joy. And then another thing is number three, self-acceptance. Self-acceptance. One way of thinking about this self-acceptance is about having a positive and loving attitude towards even the difficult parts of yourself. None of us is perfect. None of us are perfect. But having a positive and loving attitude toward even the difficult parts of yourself helps me. Try to embrace these, acknowledging that everyone is imperfect. Your things may not be my things, and my things may not be your things, but I still love myself. And the things that I want to change, I'm changing it. For who? For myself. Um, Repeat phrases like, I don't need to be perfect in order to be good enough. Because you're good enough. You know? And practice self-acceptance also involves letting other people see the unusual parts of you. Refrain from only showing the parts of yourself you think will be widely accepted or appraised. You know, when we're on social media or Instagram, we posing on our the best side or the best lighting or the best filter. Let them see who you are. Be human. We have imperfections. I'm not always made up. I don't always have on, you know, the best clothes or I don't always have this. I'm human, right? And to go into the next one is self-compassion. Self-compassion is a term that originates in Buddhist. Practice and philosophy, and it emphasizes in Buddhist. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, in Buddhist practice and philosophy, and it emphasizes treating yourself with kindness. Remember, give yourself a break, and talk to yourself in a careful, gentle way. Yes, Ebony, you didn't get all the tasks done that you wanted today, but there is tomorrow, right? There is tomorrow. In addition, monitor how you talk to yourself and your and others. And your children, I say your children because that just came to my spirit. Sometimes we talk to our kids without compassion. Hey, you little b, or you dislike your daddy, or you dislike this, or whatever. Talk to your kids in compassion and see how how they they respond different. See how about how they go in their life and they, and going to school and treating others right. So you could be at ease, and you could be happy, and you could be at peace. Another thing after self-compassion is self-respect. Self-respect revolves around believing that you are deserving of respect from others and yourself. This means believing you should be treated as being with value and dignity. Never be treated as means to an end or someone who exists to please others. Right? Focus on how you interact with other people and what kinds of expectations you encourage. And then, just as the opposite, and we talked about not setting healthy boundaries. Well, in self-worth, you have to set healthy boundaries in relationships. Personal boundaries are rules that you have in place to make sure that you have healthy, fulfilling, and mutually respectful relationships with others. Point blank, period why it's good to offer empathy and compassion and emotion, emotional intimacy to those we care about there are people who will seek to have advantage of this generosity sometimes not even as conscious level right setting boundaries in relationships knowing your limits your limits remember i told you earlier I, i'm not the friend that you're gonna call and say hey b what's going on i'm, I'm just not that i have limits right Everyone has different boundaries and there's no one set of rules that would suit everyone. Somebody else might be comfortable with that. I'm not. That's my limit. That's my boundaries. Right? And figuring out your limits is about reflecting on what you are comfortable with and how you want to be treated. Set limits. You may have limits to how much time you're willing to give certain people. And this may vary by individual. Right. You will likely also have limits about how much of your money or material possessions to lend others. That might be your limit. But either way, knowing these sorts of limits is the first step to setting healthy boundaries with others. Um, also, with setting healthy boundaries, you have to communicate. I cannot expect you to know how to treat me if I don't tell you. Communication is key. It's important to actually assert your needs and preferences when it comes to holding boundaries with others. We just got to have this conversation. To communicate your boundaries. Try to be as clear and as, as specific as possible. Don't passively, aggressively imply what you want stated plainly. Period. Period. This is what I expect. X, Y, and Z. For example, I would really appreciate if we could split the child care more evenly. It is more likely to get productive results than you should play with the kids first in the morning. So I'm telling you, I would appreciate if we could split the child care more evenly versus me saying something else. For example, I love you and I'm committed to making this relationship work. But I want to talk about what counts as a respectful communication. It's going to land more effectively than I'm just saying, I hate the way you talk to me. <laughs> right? Number, uh, a number three of, of healthy relationships, uh, healthy boundaries, tune into your own feelings. Before you discuss a boundary right violation with someone else, make sure you properly understand your reaction. You know, try to develop your understanding of where your emotions come from and how they relate to other experiences you have. Be kind to yourself throughout, especially if some of your emotions are overwhelming. Be fluent in the language of your own feelings is important. It allows you to take huge steps forward in helping someone else understanding a boundary violation. Be assertive. You shouldn't have to downplay your feelings to please the other person. Remember, self-respect requires owning who you are and putting your authentic self before how others want you to be. With that being said, it's not only important to avoid being passive when talking about boundaries. Be assertive. And then know your true self-worth to reach your full potential. So now that we know that self-worth is and what it's not, it's vital. What it looks like. And practice it and cultivate it. You may not have realized how much untapped potential is still hidden inside you. You can become anything you want and have anything you desire. But to get there, you have to embrace your true worth as a person. Period. So today, go in... um, Go into the world knowing who you are. Smile at yourself a little bit more today. Take your mask off when you're in your own presence and and give yourself a smile. Give yourself compassion. Love yourself a little bit more. Excuse yourself for past things that you accepted. But today, say no longer. No longer will I accept minute minimum. Set healthy boundaries. Communicate Be assertive. Tune into your feelings today. Tell somebody no today. We're so big about telling people yes. Tell somebody no with no explanation. Be you unapologetically. I'm not saying be rude, but be you. Show up in the world as you. Have self respect. Accept yourself and the things that you don't like about yourself. Change them. You know, be aware of you and your love and. And knowing who God is and and fall in love with the creation because the creator designed you in his image. Um, Don't be afraid of being by yourself. You know, work on your self-belief. Stop allowing others to take advantage of you. Stop seeking approval with Instagram followers. Stop changing yourself for others. Right? And really define self-worth. Look at yourself and define yourself worth. So as every podcast, I always like to leave in prayer. Heavenly Father, I say thank you, God. Thank you for waking us up this morning, oh God, giving us the activities of our limbs, Heavenly Father. Lord, we are here listening to this podcast at this very hour, at this very second, because you are, saw fit that we do, oh God. And I thank you, God. You didn't give up on us, oh God. Many didn't make it today, oh God, but you didn't give up on us, oh God, because we still have work to do, Heavenly Father. So as we continue on this journey, allow us to love you and love ourselves even more, Heavenly Father. Lord, forgive us for accepting things that are underneath you, O God, that that you designed for our life, O God. Lord, we put away any toxic relationship, any toxic friendship, O God, anything that's draining us, O God, not allowing us to go into our journey as you saw fit, Heavenly Father. Lord, I ask that you bless every mother, every father, every husband, every wife, every woman, every man, every single person, oh God, every business owner, every child, any boy, any girl. Anybody that's listening to this message, Heavenly Father, I ask that you bless them, oh God. I ask that you show up in their lives. I ask that you show up in their mind, their body, and their soul, Heavenly Father. Give them what they need, oh God. Remind them what you say about us, Heavenly Father. Lord, I thank you for another week, another journey, another assignment, another lesson, oh God. In your son Jesus' name we pray. We love you and we adore you until we meet again. I love y'all. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. And remember, be a little kind to yourself today. Be a little kind. Forgive yourself for things that you have accepted previously. And no, no more, no more. The book stops today. All right. Love y'all. Talk to y'all next Wednesday.